The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Chulo. Today is Sunday, January 25th, 2015, and I'm your host, Poppy Chulo. Listeners, please welcome to One on One with Poppy Chulo, brand spanking new, gay adult performer, Mr. Callie. Welcome to the show, Mr. Callie. I appreciate it, uh, Mr. Poppy Chulo. Uh, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for choosing us as your first ever interview. No problem. No problem. Absolutely, man. You've uh, popped into the scene with your first scene, and uh, certainly it's been uh, causing a lot of chatter on the web, so uh, we're certainly excited to have you on to talk about it, talk about your future plans in the business, and to allow our listeners to get to know Mr. Cali. Okay, well, I'm ready to uh, give you all the information you guys need. Awesome, man. So let's jump into the interview. And I typically like to start by getting stats out the way, because for the most part, listeners and your fans, you know, they haven't had the chance to see you in person. They only see you through the scenes that they see. So let's get some of your physical stats out the way. What's your height and weight? I am 6'1", and I'm 180. Okay. What's your zodiac sign? Sagittarius all the way, baby. There you go. What's your ethnicity? I'm black. Black African-American man. And how old are you? I'm 28. That's what's up. So let's get to know a little bit about the man behind the performer. Where are you originally from? I'm originally from Long Beach, California. Born and raised. Okay. Awesome. What was life like growing up for you? What was Mr. Kelly like as a kid, as a teenager? Uh, as a kid, I always liked attention. I liked it. I always um, looked for, you know, a crowd, uh, always performing, always loving uh, to be around good people. You know what I'm saying? So um, as a teenager, it followed me. I always loved to entertain, doing plays, Maybe uh, this in front of the camera. Just loved it. You know what I'm saying? Any scene I can get into. Um, started modeling also, like more of my earlier 20s, late um, late tw- uh, teenage years. So it's been around me. Entertainment has been around me all my life. Okay, that's what's up. So, when did you first realize your attraction to men? Um, I've, I've always actually had an attraction to men. I could probably 
of when I was a, a youngster, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but I never did anything. I started having sex like in more of my earlier 20s. So I actually didn't fuck with females nor dudes. I just kind of fell upon, you know, actually wanting to try it one day and, you know, actually um, went for looking out and seeking, you know what I'm saying? And I tried it and I never looked back. <laughs> so, okay, that's what's up. For me. And Mr. Kelly was a late bloomer. <laughs> Man, I was a late bloomer. But let me tell you something. I kind of pretty much held everything in and then started late. And when I, when actually when I started, I just kind of just went crazy with it. I love sex. Sex is great. Mm-hmm. So you let your freak flag fly. Yeah, I'm a big freak now. <laughs> pretty much. I was approved before when I first started. And then I pretty much got into it. And I'm a freak. And I love it. All right now. So, when you finally started to explore your sexuality and, and explore sex, did you have an official coming out moment? Uh, it was times in, um, there was a time in high school where I got, came very, very close to it with the, uh, with the football captain of the uh, football team. And um, we pretty much used to play around and like go on trips and stuff like together. We actually seemed like we had somewhat of a, a relationship, you know what I'm saying? But we never did anything until one night where we were um, in bed, kind of just like playing around and stuff like that. And we touched each other, but it was like, man, you know, we were playing playing it off like we didn't like what was going on, but we were both getting hard. And then I, at that point, I pretty much knew I was really into men, you know what I'm saying, to be able to get an erection and feel comfortable with this other dude. And we're pretty much feeling each other, but we wouldn't go and take it to the next level. Later on, I found out that, you know, he was messing around with other guys and stuff like that. So I didn't even know that, but I knew what we had was kind of sexy. It was pretty hot, you know what I'm saying? So that kind of pretty much pushed me out into this world now, you know what I'm saying? And right now, I'm pretty much doing my thing off of feeling the way I feel, you know what I'm saying? So... Um, that's that's my that's my answer. <laughs> All right now, okay. What yeah. were you doing with your life before entering the gay adult industry? And um, I fell on hard times, and I moved to New York. And when I uh, moved to New York, I pretty much had uh, started escorting, and it happened because you know a brother needed some money and um someone basically offered that you know that lifestyle to me uh dude had actually um a client later on had hit basically let me know that you know uh he was trying to get money off of me well he was trying to offer me money and i pretty much was like okay yeah that's something i I can get into and then i started just kind of escorting and it's been like five years into it so i feel like well since my i love sex I'm getting paid for it. Why not be seen and, you know, get out there? That's basically where that came from. That's interesting. So how did you transition from escorting into adult film work? Well, into doing the escorting, I mean, it's it's somewhat like the same. I pretty much record a lot of my clients because they're pretty they're pretty much big freaks all my clients so they love watching themselves get fucked or something like that so i was recording on my phone or or on their phone or their camera or something like that and i i loved every position that i was putting myself or them into 
And so I thought, well, why not I make a money in a business doing this? You know, so I decided to do porn. Okay, so what was the step to, to like, get into porn? Like, how did you get into the industry? Uh, The step was I just filled out an application and sent pictures in. That was really basic. I decided to just, and that was just uh, this past, well, 2014. So I just sent in an application, and they chose me, and then we did a phone interview, and then I flew out to New York because I had moved at this point back to D.C. where I'm at presently. And everything has just kind of worked out since then. Okay. So in total, how long have you been in the industry? Doing porn or doing porn. Um, it's really been since I started December 18th was my first shoot. (laughs) So that was 2014. So that's been a month. Okay. Congratulations, man. Well, well, thank you very much. And it's funny that I'm getting a lot of feedback from a lot of people that really enjoyed the scene. It was really um, last minute, and we just put it together, and we did have a lot of fun doing it. I mean, Bam Bam, I will give him a shout-out. Sexy young dude. We had mad chemistry, and, you know, everything was real on the scene. So, well, for me, anyway, (laughs) I felt it. So it was cool. Sounds good, man. Yeah, Bam Bam had great things to say about you when we interviewed him. So uh, let's talk about that scene because that's your first time doing porn, first porn scene that you've ever shot. What was that experience like for you? What was going on in your mind as you were on set for the first time? Being on set was nothing like I imagined. Uh, I had to get my mind right because of the lights and the cameras and then other people spectating watching but at the same time I had to put myself into uh, you know being with someone I was very attracted to like Bam uh, someone that's sexy so it made it easier because of those things and so when we got into it the things naturally just happened you know sexually my my arousal him being you know very tentative um, being you know the, the oral was great. <laughs> so, I mean, everything was pretty hot. So it really turned me on. So being on set pretty much got easier. But at the beginning, it was a little hard for me. Mm-hmm. Do you think it also eased you a little bit because you had already been filming yourself? That's true, too, because I knew how to... Him being, a, you know, it seemed like he's been doing it for a while. I've been watching his work um, so far, I think, for the past year. Um for me to be able to be aggressive, I think me filming myself doing things in the past on my own um, helped me be more confident about dealing with a, a dude to put him in positions and to make him feel sexy. And that's what I do with my clients. So it worked out a lot with me, you know, practicing. I felt like I practiced for this moment. That's what it was. All right now. And uh, since you said, I mean, you've been letting your freak flag fly, you were very comfortable with the toys. So is, is toy play something that you uh, had uh, a lot of experience with? Toys, leathers, uh, anything. Like like some of the people that I've dealt with or freaked with are very uh, open about the sexuality. And I like to explore. So that's what I do. So 
when we did the toy scene, it was amazing. I felt good to me and it felt great to him. And we were still connected in that. And, you know, when we were pretty much doing what we were doing on scene, it was very real. Nice. That's great to hear. <laughs> yeah, man. It's always good to hear when a performer is loving what he's doing. Oh, yeah. We definitely enjoyed ourselves. So, you know, we were hoping to, you know, get a, a part three one day, you know. All right. <laughs> what happens with the fans. Yeah. Okay. So, listeners, stay tuned for that. How did you come up with your porn name? Why did you pick the name Mr. Cali? Mm. Well, I mean, I'm from California. Uh, however... That was a name that I received when I uh, moved out to New York for being, you know, because I would talk or talk, you know, be in a, a group of people and they were like, where are you from? And I used to always say Cali. And, you know, people like different, you know, uh, people's, you know, I guess aspect of life. So they cling to me and I clung to them. And then so people come, started calling me Cali. So I thought, okay, well, I'm a grown oh, man. I can't just use Cali. I thought to put Mr. And think that Mr. Kelly be kind of sexy and kind of grown and sexy. And that's what I'm really leaning towards, the grown and sexy. Nice. Nice. I like that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So was porn something that you had always wanted to try? Or did it sort of end up happening just because you were, you were in this world of escorting? Like, Had you always had planned on joining the adult industry? I planned on it when I actually started escorting, and but it got to a point where I used to think about it all the time, and I love porn myself, so I would watch it and watch it. I, I started watching straight porn when I was um, like maybe 13. My dad had like a big old box of porn, VHS tapes. Remember those? Right. Mm -hmm. So we would go, I would actually go to the garage and, and sneak them, and I think my dad knew I was watching them, but... I kind of always put myself as the, the male actor, of course, going into every scene. And then, so I think that followed me. And so I've always thought about doing porn, but I always felt like it was uh, not the right thing to do. You understand what I mean? Uh, as far as my family finding out and stuff like that. But now that I'm so comfortable with myself, I really don't give a fuck. Okay. I like that answer, too. Now, for those that are tuning in, and maybe they haven't had the chance to see that scene that dropped recently between you and Bam Bam for Breed It Raw, can you describe your fuck style for them? Um, describe the scenes or the well, Describe your style, style of fucking. Like uh, my style of fucking is essential strokes. Um, I like to connect with a person. It's like as if I'm making love to to you, but I'm definitely enjoying uh, the stroke because I'm, I'm, I'm uncut. I'm very sensitive, so I'm always trying to make it feel comfortable. And once I hit that spot and I see a reaction from the person, I'll continue to hit the spot, and then I'll try something different just to make sure I can hit another spot. So that's where I'm at with my strokes. I stroke. I don't fuck hard. I just pretty much give them passion. I'm very passionate. And I think that's very evident in the first scene. So that that's certainly what you feel like you are expressing in your scenes is certainly what's what is being expressed. 
Yeah, I'm pretty much. It's, it's a thought process. It's, it's a mental thing. And uh, I feel like if you're not giving that, you're not giving anything. And it's all about that nut at the end, too. Your brand spanking new to the industry. You're a fresh face. You've done one scene that's been received very well by the fans online. So, since I'm assuming that you're going to be working a whole lot more in this industry, who are you looking forward Absolutely. to working with? Are there any performers out there that uh, you just can't wait to do a scene with? Man, uh, it's funny you say that. I can't wait to do a scene. Not saying that I am right now, but just saying that uh, I would love for someone to hook us up. Uh, it's XL. I really think he's a sexy young dude, very masculine. I like masculinity, and I like the just the look. You know what I'm saying? Um, he looks like he can pretty much have a good time with me. So I think that'll be hot, and I think the fans will like that also. I think that's a good choice. Are there any other performers that you're looking forward to working with? I was hoping to work with uh, Siren also. I think he's a sexy young dude too. And I think the chemistry would definitely be a good fit. And um, I think just seeing him, his passion and my passion matched up, I think you guys would enjoy, you know, the chemistry. Okay, awesome. Since you're a fresh face in the business, are there any performers that you look up to in the industry? Any performers whose career trajectory you look up to and uh, you hope to achieve, you know, similar or greater heights as to what they've achieved? Well, looking at uh, Bam Bam was like um, some someone that I looked up to because I started actually... Uh, seeing him in more scenes and seeing how, you know, he's he's a birth guy. So, you know, for him to be able to switch it up, I appreciate that. I mean, I'm a top, but I appreciate him being able to be still who he is, masculine man, still, you know, being able to reach new heights the way he is doing his thing. So I like his career and I like how his work ethic is, is on. And I'm pretty much a person that likes to, you know, show people, you know what I have myself, so um, I appreciate his his uh, work history so far. Have you seen your first scene? I have seen my first scene. I've been, I actually uh, every time they they sent me like bits and pieces, but then I actually paid for Breed It Raw itself the subscription, and so that I could actually the scene. I'm very excited about it myself, so it actually turned me on. I got my dick hard by watching uh, the, the scene when I ripped <laughs> when I ripped his shit open and it was pretty sexy. Oh shit, that was pretty hot. Just watching it and watching myself, I was, I, I'm very happy with what I've done or what we've done. We did together, actually. How old were you when you saw a porn film for the first time ever? A gay porn or a straight? Just porn in general. Because I know that you mentioned that you were young. I was 14. Okay. Yeah, I was very young. I was like 14, maybe. Maybe 10. Maybe, uh, could be 10. Because I, I used to sneak them from my father's um, little stash that he used to have, you know. So my, I know my, my dad was a freak, but, you know. <laughs> however, I used to watch his, his vids. So I, I watched them around 10, 10 to 14 in that span. 
right now I want to ask you the big question of the interview and this is the question that I'm sure all of uh, the people that have seen the scene are probably dying to know how much is Mr. Cali packing? Oh shit well from what I know Mr. Cali is packing 10.5 and I'm on cut and sensitive there you go <laughs> uncut and sensitive and sensitive how about that why not? All right. So when did you first realize that you were packing something special, something unique that uh, not everyone has? You know, um, it, it actually, you know, not having sex for so long, you know, I actually started like maybe 20. So like I think in gym class when I was, I ran track and I played basketball. So we would, you know, get changed and stuff like that. And I was a little shy at the time, and I really didn't know I had size um, until I would, this one time I actually took a shower, and the dudes was looking and, like, kind of name playing. was like, damn, this nigga, he got a big uncut dick or a tr um, elephant trunk or something like that. They was, like, trying to, you know, try to make it seem like I had, you know, a crazy big dick. And I was thinking to myself, like, I didn't really think I had dick like that. You know, I didn't really judge dudes and I didn't really when I looked at porn when you look at this uh, straight porn you'd be thinking how huge they look on camera uh -huh. so I was thinking like, my shit is small <laughs> so I really didn't know until you know gym class I would say PE or something okay alright elephant trunk <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm used to that Speaking of being used to that, what's the typical reaction you get when you first whip them out? I always get, that's big, or oh, you got a nice size, it's fat, or uh, I like an uncut dick. They, men love uncut dick. I know it's been an issue with some people, some people don't like that, but the majority of the people that deal with me love my uncut dick. You gotta make sure it's extra clean. Clean under the skin. That's you gotta clean under the skin, and then you know if you pee, you gotta definitely wipe. I always have my wipes with me because I don't want right. to give nobody smell. I mean, it used to be it was a smell back in the day when I was younger, but now I know my shit. <laughs> All right, now. So right now, I want to focus a little bit more on your escorting. So my okay. question for cool. you is, how did you get involved in escorting? It started from me moving to New York, not having anything. I mean, I had I was basically house to house, sleeping here and there, and I was offered by you know someone that became a client, you know, to uh, offer some money, and then after that, I felt like, man, I can make some money off of this. Why not? you know, brand myself and actually start making money, you know, getting a man, uh, companionship, you know, someone, that's what I call it. Uh, a private personal assistant. That's who I am. <laughs> very personal assistant. Very personal, very tight knit. Yes. Personal assistant. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Like yeah. that. There you go. What request do you get the most from your clients? 
I get a lot of requests of breeding them. They want to be bred, and um, they want me to fuck them for like an hour or two. They want they want me also to you know do overnight a lot. That's a lot of requests that they give me. Have you ever had an unusual request from a client? One that I think is uh, unusual would have been me taking the shit and then sitting on her face. That's kind of unusual for me, but in all actual, like, actuality, it actually felt pretty good when he pretty much licked it off, ate it out, licked it off. <laughs> I don't have a response for that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's pretty unusual, right? Yes, that's very unusual. <laughs> I was waiting for your response, too. I was, You know, it was very unusual, and it didn't... Mentally, I just couldn't take myself there, but after a while, you know, it was like, okay, I was, you're getting eight out, and you're thinking, okay, this motherfucker's really eating my shit. Like, just <laughs> pretty much taking it there. So I feel, you know, like I'm definitely um, confident about myself, and so I didn't really give a fuck after a while. Okay. And he loved it. So. Well, it certainly lived up to my question. Yeah, that's that's some freaky stuff. <laughs> Has there ever been a time when you didn't feel safe with a client? No. I've never felt like that. And I, and I thank God for that because I've heard some horror stories. But I've always felt safe. I've always let people know who I am at the beginning and what I'm about. And my business is tight. And so I won't let anybody make me feel uncomfortable. Period. Is there anything you wouldn't do for a client? I won't get fucked. Okay. Absolutely not. And I get a lot of requests to do that. And those are the ones I don't take. You know, if what you won't do, the next person will. So I understand if I'm not the right person for you, then you, you know, you shop around and you find the right one. And at the end of the day, I have enough clients to or regulars that will come, and I'll make my money. It, it, both both of us will win if I just not take that situation serious and continue to move on. That's just me. Mm-hmm. So you're a hundred percent strict top, and and you would never bottom. Correct. I will not bottom for anyone in the world. Okay, but maybe other... for a million dollars or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you know, ain't nobody got that kind of cash. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So everything else is is on the table. It's something that you would consider. Well, I mean, obviously you you shit it on someone. Yes. Everything else is on. I've shit it someone on someone. I'm. What else have I pissed on someone, pissed in someone? I've done it, and that actually felt good on my dick. So me fucking someone and then they asking me to piss inside them, and that's only happened twice with the same client. They just happen to just like everything about me and want me to just disrespect them and shit. So basically, you know, me doing that um, made them thrilled. So I did it twice. I've done that before. How long total have you been escorting? About five years. Okay. About going on five years, yeah. And and I also dance, too, so I'm pretty much in the adult life industry, basically doing it 
dancing, um, now porn, and been escorting for a while. Okay. Because of uh, the economy, I would say about five years ago, the economy was still not necessarily in the best place possible. I mean, we, we, we've been continuously uh, right. improving throughout the years, and, and the way the economy is now is right. much more improved than it was five years ago. Did that at all affect your um, the, the amount of work that you've gotten through escorting? Did you at all notice that maybe in the beginning you weren't getting as much work, and then as the years progressed, you started getting more and more work? Did the economy at all affect your escorting? Well, I'm not sure because, you know, starting off, I didn't really know what my value was. I didn't actually ask for the amount that I, was, you know, was valued. So I pretty much, you know, wasn't making as much money. And I'm not sure it's because, maybe because I didn't know. But when I actually started getting into it more, and knowing who I am and acting for my value, then I started making the money that I deserve. So I really don't know if it was the economy. It probably was, but also was my fault too. So when did you realize your worth? My, I realized my worth, I would say, three years ago. So I would say in two years, I think someone, you know, most people would give me what they wanted to give me and then I decided to to brand myself and know who I was and say okay this is the amount that you will give me and if you can't then I will move on I'm not going to beg for anything and once you know who you are and I always say know who you are because when you know who you are you're not going to sell for less so once you know that then you can pretty much tell people your worth how much you're going to give me and who who I'm going to deal with and that's basically what I who I am now and that's I would say that's about three years now for those that are tuning in right now let's say someone out there wants to get the Mr. Cali experience how would they contact you for your services are you on any like websites and that kind of thing Yes, um, you could reach me on my Twitter. It's Mr. Callie Sexy. That's M R C A L I S E X C I. That's on Twitter. You uh, also on Rent Boy for Callie. Um, I'm on Facebook also, and that's um, Callie C A L I N Y D C. Um, so you can reach me also there. And then I also have the management, which is their email is, uh, davis.hamiltonentertainmentbc at gmail.com. They're also on Twitter. That's Hamilton Entertainment DC. So you can reach me all with those, you know, um, you can, will follow me, hit me up anytime you want to. And just, you know, I'm out and I'm able and I'm, I'm open. You know what I'm saying? I'm a top. <laughs> so, that's who I am. That's what's up, man. So, moving away from the escorting and focusing back on your career in the business, this brand new career that you've started in the adult industry, at least on the production side of being a performer, what's your opinion on the popularity of bareback porn in the business? 
since I've been watching myself, uh, it seems to me that they're they're back uh, raw period breeding huge of uh, um, a huge business now. It seems like uh, it's pretty much taking over. I, I don't know if that's the truth, but being a viewer myself, it seems like I'm more interested in seeing flesh, skin to skin. So um, in the industry, to me, it seems like it's, it's pretty much a, a huge art right now. Um, and that's basically where my answer stands. Yeah, bareback is... is incredibly popular um, so many studios that didn't do it before are doing it now so my question for you is your first scene was bareback you mentioned that with your clients you do breed so you do do bareback with your clients what led to your decision to want to do bareback porn oh it seems so natural to me um, I'm very much into it uh, so being doing what I'm doing, like in my real life, it seems like if I was to do, incorporate it in any um, business or anything like that, it would be something I have to be comfortable with. Um, so to me, it just kind of goes hand in hand to actually I do that already in my regular life with the client. So I decided to, okay, I might as well try, you know, porn. And if I was to do porn, I want to do something that I'm actually into. That's understandable. Do you at all see yourself working? Do you see yourself just working in bareback, or do you see yourself also working with companies that uh, do condom scenes? No, I actually want to work across the board, even though, I mean, I enjoy safe sex also. I mean, who doesn't? Uh, so I see myself working across the board. I also see myself uh, working with interracial you know, uh, coupling and groups and so on too. I just feel like it's a lot that I can do in the industry period. I don't want to be branded as the raw, um, porn star. Okay. I like the sound of that. So what are your goals in yeah. the adult industry? Like, what do you plan on doing? Where do you see Mr. Callie, you know, his career growing? Like, what do you see your career growing into? Well, I see Mr. Kelly branding himself, me going out and actually starting my own company and getting the, uh, you know, uh, different type of um, message out there as far as uh, what my company doing, uh, this expanding and so on. So I, I see myself doing that within the next two, three years. I don't want to live my life doing this completely all my life, but I do want to get other guys out there that that really didn't have the opportunity or they're in the hood and, you know, they don't know how to actually um, get started in this. So I feel like I could actually get the right type of people. My my company will be like guys like myself. I just, I just know how to relate to certain people. So I know that I can give a really fresh look on uh, the porn industry. I like that. I'm glad you have a plan and that uh, you've got some big goals in the business. I mean, you can do it, man. You just, uh, you know, you just got to put your mind to it. I feel that. I feel like I really can do it. I've always, always looked ahead. So that's the only reason why I've been able to advance myself is because I've always looked maybe three to five years ahead. And I just see myself, you know, actually, you know, doing my own thing. Why not? I like that. And I love how you're trying to explore diff different areas because you're not just wanting to stick with the urban market. 
No, absolutely not. Because I'm turned on by porn itself, um, bisexual porn, uh, and the racial porn. I like my Spanish boys. I like my European boys. I mean, it's it's really. It, you can go across the board with everything. I just feel like we just need to actually um, just expand. That's what I want to do. I like that. You've been in the adult industry, even though, I mean, you've you've just started to be into to the adult industry as far as being a performer. But you've been in the adult industry, you know, as far as entertainment and whatnot for a couple of years now, for five years with escorting, with the dancing, and now being a performer. Yes. Do yes. you find it difficult to be in a romantic relationship while do, doing the work that you do? Yes, because I don't see myself actually just committing um, because I have a lot of things on my plate and I feel like I, you have to be ready for a commitment with someone and they have to know who you are and I feel like if you're not open enough with them as far as you know, if you guys are like one-on-one and he, he or she doesn't know what's going on, if you're not open, it's not going to work. And I feel like right now I just feel like I just want to focus on me. So I, for me, I, for me, I don't know how other people do it. I just feel like for myself, I would rather, you know, wait until I'm completely ready to share everything. That's an honorable thing to say. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's probably the best way to think about it, especially being in the industry. And, you know, you need someone that's that you can share you know, the good stuff, the bad stuff, and someone that can understand exactly what you're doing. Yes, yes, because if not, you go try to, you know, I feel like if you let a person know up front, they have, there's no room for you to be upset. So stressing yourself out, not telling someone, or they're watching your work and, you know, they think it's, you know, that you're really serious when it's really a fantasy that you're providing for people. So if they can't see it the way you see it, it's not going to work out. Mm -hmm. It's very true. Very true. <laughs> What's your favorite sexual position? I love doggy style. I, I just, to me, I just love the curve of the ass and the way it hits my pelvis and the way it feels on period on my dick it just, it's a great situation and then i love how the arch of the back is just watching the back and seeing how the guy is feeling while i go inside it's, just, it's a beautiful thing yep. i think and you're sensitive yes and i'm exactly we, we went back to the sensitive absolutely yes. sensitive. And i was gonna i was gonna say that again <laughs> so does that mean that you have yeah. to fight yourself from coming a lot you know, sometimes I have to pull back. I have to, uh, sometimes, I'm not going to tell you my trick, but, you know, I pull back a little bit. You will never know. Mr. Callie's got magic tricks. <laughs> I got tricks in my sleeve. Yes. In your personal life, do you get into any kinds of fetishes? Mm, I'm pretty, I wouldn't say fetishes. I know what I like. Um, like, like I I let you know I pretty much like doggy style. But it's just like I could use toys at times. I like I like the flashlight uh thing. It really does feel good. Other than that, that's pretty much what I get into. 
Okay. I want to travel yeah. back in time with you to your early 20s, and I want to chat about your virginity. How and when did you lose your virginity? Wow. Well, I was 20, and I lost it with an older man, uh, which I, for a long time I always liked older men. I think when you're younger, you always want someone older because you feel like they're more experienced. Um, but however, the first time was uh, I went on online and I searched for myself because I was in college at the time and I wanted to experiment. So when I put my mind to something, I do it. I decided, okay, let me go online and let me find someone because I wasn't one of the clubs or anything. I didn't know anything about that world. And I thought that most of the dudes were feminine, so I really wasn't sure about what the lifestyle was about. And then went out and actually saw that that was different. And actually, I was wrong about all of what I thought. But I went online and I and I actually talked to someone for like six months online, chatting, going back and forth. And then I decided one day to go ahead and go for it, and I never looked back. Okay, so was that first experience for you, was it everything that you had hoped? Was it uh, something, I don't know, not everyone has the best first experience, it, and so that's what exactly. I Exactly, my first experience, at. yeah, my first experience was everything, because I had it bust so hard like that, because I, I wasn't really jacking off like that either. But I did play my play with myself, but I wouldn't really, like, shoot like crazy. But when I had actually fucked this guy... I bust so much, and then ever since then, I would just jack off until we had sex again. You know, I was so, like, eager to have sex. So my first time was, like, the best, actually. Well, one of the best, because I've had better since then. But, mm -hmm. I mean, just knowing that I was innocent, so that was my first feeling of everything. And me yeah. busting, I took it out, and I saw myself just shoot everywhere. It was, like, crazy nuts. So, I mean, watching, seeing it, and feeling it come out, it was the, the best feeling that I felt at that time. Mr. Callie was hooked. I was hooked. <laughs> we fucked like every other day, you know. So if it was if I wasn't like in my studies, I was over his house. So it was it was pretty hot. That's where Mr. Callie found out he's sensitive. Very sensitive. <laughs> Very sensitive <laughs> at that time. <laughs> yes. In your opinion, what part of your body is the sexiest and why? In my opinion, I believe my chest is the sexiest because of my nipples. Um, they're very sensitive, but the way they look, how they protrude. Um, I just always felt like my chest was always a good asset and very sexy. But I will tell you what people think. I will say this. They, people have always said, and this has been uh, insecurity I've, I've had uh, since I was a boy. But then work, then I pretty much grew into myself. But however, people would think that my navel was very sexy. And when I used to hear that, I used to say to myself, well, why am I feeling so insecure about it? Because I'm different. Well, being different pretty much makes lets me know that you know i pretty much can do anything well mentally i have to grow into that but i'm definitely different from other people as far as that but there's a lot of other people that have it but 
you know, I had to grow into being confident about it. So that's sexy also. So your dick is sensitive and your nipples are sensitive. Mr. Callie's just sensitive. <laughs> oh, very <man>. sensitive. <laughs> I'm a sensitive man. Man, if you play with my nipples, if you don't play with them, I'm going to play with them. And so it, everything comes together. Everything comes together. Everything comes together. Like it bursts in sensation. That's how it comes out. Mr. Cali, like no one can touch you when you're like doing stuff because you're just gonna start exploding all over the place. No, you might. You better, you wa- might you better watch out at those club appearances. You, you know what? I enjoy my club appearances. I really do. Yeah, people are gonna be rubbing all over the place. At that point, I can keep me hard, keep me keep me enthused because that's what they want to see anyway. They want to see a hard dick, not a limp dick. Well, that's true. So let me do the flip side of the question that I just asked. Uh, in your opinion, what part of your body do you like the least, and why? It would have been it, well. It's not that anymore uh, because I've moved on from that. I would say, um, what body do I like the least? My knobby knees. <laughs> I feel like I got knobby knees, but uh, they just—they're out. You know, some people have knees that kind of go in and they have more meat around them. Um, but that would be it, pretty much. Um, but I'm over that. Okay, so Mr. Kelly is very accepting of his body. I'm accepting of my body. I know my body. That's why I show it now, because I'm very um, confident about my body now. But as a, you know, when you're younger, you have a lot of pictures and images you see on porn or movies or anything like that and he's like you're not that person but now you fit into your own image and now that i have my own image my own brand my own who i am i'm very much comfortable with me i like that that's a good thing to hear hopefully that inspires some of our listeners who may be having issues with themselves to uh you know learn to accept themselves as well How often do you work out? I'm off and on, but um, when I usually work and I and I really um, just kind of lay down the law and say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm dedicated. It'll be three to four times a week. And it's also what I eat. I eat pretty well also, and I drink a lot of water. I used to work, work at a gym. Uh, I used to work at 24-Hour Fitness, and then I also worked at New York Sports Club, too. So, I mean, I have, um, I used to, I didn't personal train, but I did take the courses and so on. And I haven't, uh, so I've, I've done that type of work. I know what to eat. I know how to work my body. I know how to stretch my body. Um, and a lot of people go in the gym and they don't really know how to work on their body. They're looking at other people or they're lifting heavy weights and not understanding that they have to really take their time to really stretch that muscle so i mean we could talk about fitness all day so i won't get into that but yeah i i pretty much um know how to work my body well that's obvious in that scene with bam bam well appreciate it well i'm definitely in the gym hard now because i have a scene coming up pretty soon i can't say with who but i will say you will see mr cavity very soon 
Okay. We'll be talking about uh, what uh, the listeners can expect in just a little bit. Uh, so, but okay. before we get to that, I have this list of questions that are designed to allow the listeners and uh, your brand new supporters to get to know some of your favorites. They're basically a list of it's basically a list of five pop culture oriented questions. So here's the first one. Okay. What are five of your most favorite television shows? Right now? Or well, it actually, it could be a list period. of uh, your current favorites or your all-time favorites, however you want to take it. And however you want to give it. Okay. <laughs> I'm such a, like, reality show whore. Like, I love it. Like, I crave it. I come home and I have to... DVR it if I miss it. Uh, one of them would be uh, Atlanta Housewives. I, I, I love that show. I mean, it's um, so nasty and so rude. It's, it's pretty, yes, it's so nasty and so rude. Absolutely. And uh, it's funny because before you called me, I was watching it DVR and um, Beverly Hills Housewives. Like I like the whole the whole thing of you know them coming together and just being catty. I love it. It's just, it reminds me of my boys back home how we would like kind of clown each other um another show you said five let me see what am i watching um new my new show is empire it's an excellent show have you seen that okay. show? yeah are you team cookie yeah yes exactly okay you you in the up and up you know what i'm talking about well i have to um, yes and then i'm love in the Right, right. You got to be. You got to be. And then I like also um, X Factor is a, a show that I love because I like entertainment. I love to see people, you know, go for their dreams and stuff like that. Um, there's some good, some good footage on that show. Um, let me see. What's another show? I really can't think of anything right now. Like, I can't think of the last two. I think of last one. I can't really think. Okay. Well, that's a good of list. So. Oh, of course, who can forget the Cosby show? Come on now. That's like the number one show in, in like for a long time, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. right. So, yeah, that'll be it for me. Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? All-time favorite, Whitney Houston. Um, I would say Usher. Mariah Carey. Hmm. Will be the last one. Uh, Janet Jackson. I love her. She's dope. Good choices. What are three of your most favorite films? Favorite film. The Help, uh, The Color Purple, and no, I know what you did last summer. <laughs> okay. Old school, <laughs> 1990s horror. I approve. I enjoyed, right, exactly. I enjoyed I Know What You Did Last Summer. <laughs> what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? <laughs> exactly, that's spoof. I love it. Yeah, that was a good movie. I liked. I know what you did last summer. 
not a really good movie. And I also like the the, the sequel, the one with uh, Brandy in it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like that one also. What are two foods you can't live without? Well, I can't live without bacon and eggs. I love breakfast foods. Okay. So you're an IHOP Denny's man. Have breakfast yes. for dinner. Yes. Yes. Breakfast for dinner. Breakfast all day. And the final question, what is one of your guilty pleasures? Hmm, butter pecan ice cream. Okay. Oh, that was it. You said one, right? Okay. Yes, one of your guilty pleasures. Okay, that's butter pecan. Yes, butter pecan. Hogging dogs. Oh, okay. Brand name. Excuse me. Yeah, let's do the brand name. (laughs) Does it make you sensitive? No, let me stop. <laughs> you know, sometimes it does. You know, oh, okay. sometimes you can have some. Get you in that good, good. Right in that good, good. You know. Okay, so as we start wrapping things up, I want to know what's next for Mr. Cali. What uh, can the listeners and your fans expect from you in the near future, in the coming weeks? I know that you mentioned a scene, and you can't mention who it's with, but can you tell us what site they should expect it on? Well, yes, absolutely. It's going to be on Breed Raw. I'm working with them also. I'm going to be doing like a few scenes with them. Uh, it's going to be, I would say, three more that I know of. Uh, but the next coming, the, the one I'm doing next will be next week. And I think they air it that following week. So you can expect to see something very, very soon within a couple of weeks. Sounds and that's going to be with breederraw.com. Yeah, breederraw.com. Check it out. Very cool, man. Awesome. So... I know that we sort of went into a little bit of what your goals are in the business, but as far as just what you plan on doing within the next, like, let's say, six months, where do you see Mr. Cowley, let's say, not within the next six months, let's say within the next year, by this time next year, where do you see Mr. Cowley being? What do you see your career being? I am... I'm going to be very busy. Uh, I'm going to be working with uh, different companies, um, hopefully it'll be across overseas, you know, something like that. So I see myself being completely branded and working on my business, putting out my own boys, you know what I'm saying? So that's where I see myself right now. Okay. Mr. Cali's boys. Yeah. My boys, my Cali, but my West, West coast boys. I mean, I could make up a dope name for that. <laughs> yes, you do. Well, you got some time to think about it. <laughs> I got John, absolutely. Exactly. Well, Mr. Callie, uh, before I let you go, I want to, you to remind the listeners where they can find you on the web. How can they reach you? Where can they find you on social media so that they can definitely follow and like and all that kind of stuff? Okay, I would love everyone to go to Facebook. My Facebook is Callie NYDC. It's spelled C A L I. NYDC. You can also reach me on my Twitter page. It's Mr. Cali Sexy. I spell it M R C A L I 
S-E-X-C-I. You can also reach my uh, management with um, Hamilton Hamilton Entertainment, and their Twitter is Hamilton Entertainment DC. It's spelled H-A-M-I-L-T-O-N-E-N-T-D-C. Also, uh, you guys can <clears throat> contact us for booking with um, the email is D-A-V-I-S dot Hamilton E-N-T-D-C at gmail.com. Good stuff, man. Well, before I let you go, this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say out there to uh, your growing fan base and supporters? You know, the people that loved that first scene and that uh, have tuned into this interview. Is there anything you would like to say to your supporters out there? Yes, I would like to say thank you guys for viewing me and liking and supporting and following. I couldn't be doing this without you, and hopefully I'll give you guys more good stuff to watch with you. Fantastic, man. Well, I certainly want to thank you so much for the interview, Mr. Kelly, your first ever interview. Yes, and I want to say I appreciate you for having me, Papi Chulo. You definitely made me feel comfortable. I'm, I know I stumbled a little bit, but thank you very much for having me. You're welcome, man. Certainly excited to have you on. There's a whole lot of potential in that first scene that dropped, so hopefully you're bringing it. You bring all that sensitive to the screen, and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what you got to feel it like I feel it <laughs> exactly and uh, you know your your career will continue to grow so certainly the door is open for more interviews this is just the first interview here on the station whenever you want to come back feel free to let us know and uh, you can come back on and fill the listeners in on what you've been up to I certainly will thank you very much sir you're welcome. And listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning into One on One with Poppy Chulo. Tune in for brand new episodes of One on One with Poppy Chulo every Wednesday and Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com slash archives. Registered users will gain access to the Poppy Chulo Radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. If you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com. Follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com forward slash poppychulo radio and like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash poppychulo radio. With that, Mr. Callie and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. Good night.